family-owned shop in Loganville, Sosby's Garage, for all your automotive repair needs. We service all makes and models, Ford and domestic. We repair engines, alternators, brakes, alignments, AC systems, and more, using certified technicians with over 90 years of combined experience. We also offer same-day service for some repairs. Sosby's Garage, 200 Bay Creek Road in Loganville. Dependable, honest, and fair. Look us up on Google or Facebook. We'll take good care of you. Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett studio inside the Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel, it's time for Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security Services. We are the cornerstone of security in the Southeast. Hey everybody, welcome to Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security Services. I'm your host, Rick Strong, the president of Paradigm Security, and we are excited to be with you today on Business Radio X. We are coming to you from the Subaru of Gwinnett studio, located in the beautiful Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel here in Duluth, Georgia. If you would, please hit that subscribe button for me so that I know that you've been here, and uh, we'll move from there. Each week, we plan to feature businesses in the Atlanta area, especially those that serve Gwinnett County and, and also people in Gwinnett County. While all businesses have security concerns, not all are about physical security, but we'll touch on that and all aspects related to security through the course of each show. Today, we're particularly going to deal with security. I am pleased to have as a guest today, Corporal Mark Still with the Gwinnett County Police Department. Hey, Mark. Hey, how are you doing? Thank you for having me. Hey, I appreciate you coming on. Mark is a community relations officer with uh, Gwinnett County. Uh, had about 11 years on here. It only probably seems like about 20. <laughs> But uh, let me just ask you, let's, as I always start, let me ask you the question, of who is Mark Still? I mean, where did you come from? What got you into this? Yeah, so uh, it's, like you said, I've been here, <clears throat> uh, Gwinnett County Police, for about 11 years. Uh, this will be my 11th year. Um, I started out uh, family business, uh, went to college. Um, we had a construction company, and I worked there, uh, foreman, you know, manager, doing all that kind of stuff, running the running the show, and... Uh, 2007 it was like someone turned the switch off oh i remember that well it was just um the work dried up construction just yep banks quit loaning money so you know policing was always something you know like every kid growing up oh you want to be a policeman or a fireman and uh so after about three years of doing nothing and trying to hang on to you know hoping the construction would come back um i ended up putting in for gwinnett uh, put in for Gwinnett and and a cab. I think it worked out great. great. Absolutely. I got, got got here first. So, uh, like I said, been here 11 years. You know, enjoying it. Been in the community relations spot here for the last uh, going on four years. So it's a it's a little bit different than than being on the street and policing. But I get to interact with a lot of people, so it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I know when I when I first started out in policing uh, a few years ago, uh, we'd go through the training academy. Of, before we got entered into the training academy, they would suit us up in mm-hmm. a uniform and put us out there with community relations. Mm-hmm. And like an idiot, here I am, <laughs> a white guy, community relations, uniform and all that, and we're getting to patrol out in the hood with yeah. the community re- uh, relations officer. I look back on it and think, God, how stupid. Yeah, yeah. No <laughs> gun, no nothing, just sitting there saying, hey, I'm a police. Wow. But, uh, yeah, that was a – really it was kind of an interesting – learning process mm. you, you learned a lot about police and believe it or not from the community relations because you learned how to interact with those people right 
Yeah, and that you know, and that's one of the things I, I really enjoy about the position is when you're an off when you're a police officer, a lot of times you you see you're people reactive. on their worst. Yeah, you're reactive, and a lot of times you see people at their worst. Mm-hmm. You know, you're meeting them on the days when they've had domestic violence or you know traffic citation. You're having you, to write them a citation or a traffic accident. You get there after they've already exactly. hit the fan. Yeah, and so you know, with my job, at least I'm I'm reacting with the with the community. Get a lot of got a love in Gwinnett, honestly, from a lot of people. You know, dealing with businesses and just the public in general and so you get it's it's nice to see see both sides of it it's much more proactive because you're out there when it's not hitting the fan right right and you're trying to help show them how to avoid it hitting the fan so totally get it Mm -hmm. well you know i know what you do as a community relations officer for central is you know one of the things that is is comstat Mm -hmm. how is comstat used to benefit the community and what is comstat yeah so basically you know apart from uh, me handling um, citizen complaints business complaints which you know those range from anything from um, speeding in the neighborhoods to loitering at their their community pool houses or you know loitering their businesses graffiti we get that you know pretty regular in this area sometimes um you know my main objective as what they call a comstat officer the community relations officer um is i track all the part one crimes so the part one crimes include um homicides robberies ag assaults ag batteries um burglary burglary rapes burglaries residential and commercial entering autos which is car break-ins and um, motor vehicle thefts so basically every day i pull a report i read every single report that comes in from a part one crime and i have a database that i i complete um and basically what i'm trying to do is i'm looking for patterns time of day day of week um, suspect description vehicle description and i'm trying to put those um, stats, you know, together, Makes so I can sense create right. So I can create like hot spots where we know where you know this area is having a lot of entering autos. So we want to get officers there. We have a community response team or a crime response team mm-hmm. CRT unit. We'll put them focus their time into areas. Um, <clears throat> so it's you know it's 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 a lot of reading reports, but you know there's a lot of beneficial things when when you when you find that pattern and you get somebody in the right place and, mm-hmm. and they make they make some arrests so you know we have crime analysis unit in our department which is probably one of our probably one of our top resources you know Absolutely. i think we probably do one of the best jobs you know around this area um you know but they're they're focused on every precinct you know they each have their own designated entering autos but they're they're dealing with entering autos for six precincts mm-hmm. where I'm just focused on the one. So usually I try and beat them. I want to beat them to the punch. Absolutely. You know, so that I get it to our guys before it comes out to everybody else. So, Well, a lot of people, you know, they hear you talk about part one, <coughs> don't have any idea what part one, part mm-hmm. two, part three. They don't have any idea what those right. mean. So where, where does the designation? Yeah, be? so the part one crimes are basically the personal crimes. Uniform yep. Crime Reporting Agency. Yeah. Yep. And you know those are those are you you know the the part one crimes for us that you know we we track you know those are the ones that are that are personal they're right. personal crimes people crimes so you know those are the those are the ones we can usually do the most about because um, they're usually active crimes some of the other you know the financial identity crimes and those yeah. kind of things those are stuff those are always aftermath crimes Absolutely. we're always going to be investigating them afterwards so. Um, and a lot of people don't know that UCR comes up from the federal government. It's a crime reporting stat that they that every every police department operates right. under the same UCR Part right. One, Two, and Three crime yeah. system. Yep, exactly. Um, what crime issues do we have in this area? 
Yeah, so I know we don't have many. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, so you know, you know, our area isn't much different than every other area. You know, pretty much every area you go to is going to have crime. You know, there's you're you're never going to to find an area that you don't have crime. You can go to the Sugarloaf Country Club, which you know, people who if you're not around here, that's that's one of our our high end neighborhoods mm-hmm. in in Gwinnett and Duluth area. You know, a lot of basketball players, football players, you know, record executives and that kind of stuff live there. So there's crime in there. You go to Chateau Alain, there's crime, you know. So, you know, it's we're never you're never you're never the jail's got crime. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) You're never far from crime when there's an opportunity. And that's all you know, that's all it comes down to. So, you know, main some of our main issues that we have here in the uh in central and in the C I D area um are our entering autos, our robberies and our motor vehicle thefts. Um so our entering autos um you know, we usually range anywhere between, depending on the month, anywhere from 85 is probably our average incidence per month. And that's that's central precinct wide. You know, they're a little bit um, smaller number in the CID as far as the business district. But a lot of times our business district does drive those numbers just because of the, the large quantity of victims and, you know, target areas. Well, it's you kind know, of the heart of the whole right. county. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're we're at a disadvantage a lot of times in that way because we have so many malls we have so many um hotels quality restaurants high-end restaurants um schools i mean you think about the all the schools that we have here you know parks we have really really nice parks you know those those end up being target areas so um, a lot of thoroughfares right through here exactly too. a lot of main roads exactly. cross through this yep. section exactly and that that's you know that that drives crime so you know one of the um one of the the you know big things about our entering autos is a lot of times those a lot of those can be um prevented prevented and curbed um just by locking your doors and usually we run anywhere between 40 to 50 percent of our entering autos are unlocked you know and that's that's just that's an instant invitation exactly and that's you know you're you're never it's going to always going to be hard to stop those criminal rings that are coming here smashing windows and doing that kind of stuff if you can prevent the just average Joe who's going to take the opportunity to commit a crime because he thinks it's going to go undetected, that's where you're you can stop. Well, you, you just know. cut forty percent of them off, right? If you, exactly. If you get rid yeah. of you know that, right. I know. I was listening to you in the uh, CID meeting the other day, and you were talking about how those particular part one crimes, mm-hmm. for the most part, have really gone down in the area. Yeah. Now we are so right now. You got the holiday season coming. Yeah. Now that's going to kick. That's going to kick off. Um, so right now, because of COVID nineteen and some of the other stuff, we are we're down about twenty five to thirty percent on most of our crimes. That's great. Um, so our entering autos, you know, we've been um, we're we're way down on them this year um, by about four hundred incidents as of yesterday. Well, I know our CID so, vehicles have been really focused mm-hmm. on these mall areas and these parking right. lots and these cars and yeah. these hotels. Yeah, and we have too. Is you know the you know that part of my job is finding out where those hot spots are and then getting those out to our units so we spend a lot of time and this, the sad thing is with Gwinnett being such a large area sometimes we we move them from one district to the next district and then they they just take our crime yep. you know we, we'd like to move them further away we used to do know. that in Atlanta by moving them to DeKalb, to DeKalb yeah we yeah we would like to move them to DeKalb as well uh, sometimes because we're such a large county um, you know they just jump from one precinct to the next precinct where they're not being as active or don't don't realize that there's an issue going mm-hmm. on there yet so yep uh, it's always they're always interested in, and it's what i tell people you know criminals are looking for 
places that they're least likely to get caught. Right. Exactly. Or least likely to even get confronted. Yep. Yep. So the more patrol you have, the more visibility you have. It's just like our officers. If you got somebody on a, a site, the more mm-hmm. visible you are, the more likely that guy's going to say, ah, I think I'll go to the next property exactly. and do it instead of this one because they're going to call the police on me. So Yeah. And, you know, and that's, you know, I, I'd mentioned that, you know, we have robberies and that's, we usually average um, about 10 robberies a month in this in this area. Um, you know, and a lot of those end up being, um, you know, just cases where you gave them opportunity, mm-hmm. you know, uh, being out late at night. And obviously, you know, sometimes we're going to live our lives. We're going to go out to bars. We're going to, you know, we're going to be out late. Some some of us are, you know, leaving business, jobs late. Yep. You know, so we can't, we can't always deter that. But if you can, you know, it's better not to be out really late at night. If you've got to be out, be out with a group of people and pay attention yeah, to pay your attention. and you know i always tell people if you know I, there's so many times that i've i've had incidences where i notice someone noticing me yep and usually i'll call out to them i say hey how's it going buddy because what you want to do is you want you, them to know that you've noticed them and that you've just taken note that of, you're hey, aware it, yeah, exactly because they're looking for that person who's not Absolutely. so if, if you're not paying attention you're more likely to be the one who um who gets you know violated or becomes well, my a, my experience is most criminals when you really get down to it are cowards yeah they are they do not want confrontation exactly they want to sneak up behind you and catch you by surprise they don't want to take a chance that you're going to be onto them and yep. you're going to be proactive and pull out something before they do yep exactly you know and as, as far as our businesses um here we we do pretty well because we, we patrol so much so our mm-hmm. businesses aren't targeted as much i think we probably usually have you know maybe three sometimes we'll go we'll go months without having a business robbery right and then we may have you know we'll have an incident where we have two or three um i always tell our businesses i don't know if i can mention a, a business no, you name can mention on here. any business you want to. so you know i always when i bring up when i'm doing community events and stuff i always bring up quick trip mm-hmm. quick trip to me is probably one of the top if you look at their at their model for being crime preventative mm-hmm um, if you look at their their parking lots, they're always clean. They do the small stuff, so the um, broken windows. Yep, stay theory. away from broken yep. windows. Yep, take care of the small things, and handle the small things, and the, the larger things won't won't come there. So you know, if you if you're ever at Quick Trip, and and I'm, I'm there a lot. Um, <laughs> I know the <yeah>. feeling. <laughs> so um, you know, at nighttime, usually the clerks, even when they work a store by themselves they're out they'll come out they take the trash out they'll they'll do a trash run by the by the dump i mean by the uh the pumps they they pick up what's in the parking lot you know they take care of those small things where Mm -hmm. if there's not a lot of trash and if you show up in a if you're a criminal and you show up and there's no trash in the parking lot you're going and this place they're on top of things they're walking around here they're paying attention exactly if you go somewhere and there's there's trash blown up against the side of a fence and you know there's there's uh, you know just stuff everywhere people aren't paying as much attention so Absolutely. they're going to target those places more so you know quick trip also um you know one of the things they do you know they have that raise platform so they're mm-hmm. above their customers when they come in you know and another thing they've you know and i recommend this to all businesses is to make a policy of <clears throat> um, introducing yourself to your customers as they come in and be vocal about it absolutely quick trip if you go into a quick trip they're always going to say you know welcome hey how's it going because what you're doing is you're you're giving that person coming in that hey i've seen you i've made notice of you and and i'm well aware that I'm you're gonna, here yeah, exactly so you're not going to steal something from me because i just i just saw you and if and if you do i'm going to have a description of you so you know those things go a long way in playing into 
you know, like you said, criminals want an opportunity that isn't um, this easy. Yeah. So if you create a, a an environment that is not easy for them, bright lights, you've already said that they're that you know I'm here, you know, and you're you're uh, aware of me. They're going to go down to the next service station that isn't being, you know. So well, that was one of the things I was fixing. I was going to bring up, and you just mentioned it is. Quick Trip uh, has an extremely good lighting source, yes. resource yes. around their place. Everything is well lit. And that's one of the best things that you can do for any absolutely. business is to have everything well lit. Yep. Same way with a home. Yep, absolutely. It's don't have a lot of dark places for people to hide yeah, in. Yeah, and that's one it's of inviting. You know, for our crime prevention officers. And, uh, you know, that's that's one of the, the things they target the most is, is your lighting. You know, lighting and, and, and shrubbery and bushes and that kind of stuff. Those Those are your two top things. You know, it's, it's called SEPTED. It's um, yep. crime prevention through environmental design. So you have a lot of light. You're going to prevent hiding places, that kind of stuff. Um, we have the 210 or 26 rule where any bushes, you, you want your bushes below um, two feet and you want your your trees um, cut to the, where they don't hang down any lower than six feet. So that gives you a good visible area where you can see anyone trying to commit a crime or trying to do a crime so um but yeah lighting is one of those huge things for home businesses and well, i know when else. we go in uh have someone call us to talk about security mm-hmm. we do a we go out and we do a site assessment and all that and the first thing we do is we pay attention uh we'll go out there and tell them that we're going to come back here at night mm-hmm. and take a look because we want to see if you're lighting and that's the first thing we tell them is we have actually told people we're not going to put you security out here until you do something about your lighting. Right. It's not safe for our officers, and it's sure inviting to the other people if you don't have that yeah. lighting in place. Yeah, and you know now, um, I believe like uh, Georgia Power, I think Georgia Power, maybe Jackson EMC, they've been doing um, upgrades for businesses where mm-hmm. they'll actually come in and do um, LED lighting, and, and a lot of some of that fantastic. stuff. Yeah, some of that stuff is. From my understanding is free at some points you know depending on the size of your business that kind of stuff um you know those are those are great you know things to take an opportunity and try and do if you can do it you know so. absolutely well what are some resources available to the community for gathering information about crimes and issues in their community so probably you know everyone's so technological driven now you know technology is, is every part of our life so you know the being connected as far as your crime, I think that's that's the easiest way to do it. Um, you know we have a um, we have a Twitter page and a, um, a Facebook page, um, so you know you can follow us at um, Twitter at Gwinnett at Gwinnett PD, mm-hmm. um, and then we have a Facebook page called um, it's Gwinnett uh, Police, um, Gwinnett County Police without the department, so just mm-hmm. Gwinnett County Police. Um, and we give updates in those. Um, we send out um, a lot of times we'll get m- missing persons, bolo alerts, you know, for um, crimes that have happened. Um, you know, I think we just we just had one recently. We actually got solved where we put one out where the uh, several months ago a lady got carjacked um, out. It wasn't in the wasn't in this area. It was a little out towards one of the neighborhoods, but she got carjacked and it ended up going out on a in a bolo you know mm-hmm. be on the lookout um on our twitter and facebook page and they ended up identifying him uh, last last week i believe they posted that 
an update that they had arrested him. So, and all that came from social media. So that's great. How's that Nextdoor app work? So yeah, so Does there's work pretty good. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm part of Nextdoor and um, what they call Neighbors app. Mm-hmm. Um, Nextdoors, it, they're they're very similar in aspects. Um, the Neighbors app is actually run by um, Ring cameras. However, what a lot of people don't know is that they let anyone have access to it. So if you have, if you have, you know, I'm trying to think some of the other cameras, the, um, the Wise, the only one I can think yeah, of. <laughs> yeah. Wise, you know, there's like Wise, I think, uh, there, there's, you know, there's several camera systems out there. Um, but they actually allow you to post on this, on this app and be part of it. So you can share your videos and, and do that kind of stuff. You know, those, those are good things to be, be active in. Um, and one thing about the neighbors is we actually, as a, as a department, partnered with um, Ring and the Neighbors app, I guess about a year and a half ago. And um, so they actually give us access. Um, usually when you sign up for these places, you have to put in your address. You, you right. usually only get access to, you know, that area of your so that you don't have a lot of people posting stuff that, you know, isn't related to your area. Um, so they actually gave us we actually have logins as our police names. You know, like mine will say Corporal Corporal Mark Still, Gwinnett County Police, and I actually can respond on there. Um, our crime analysis monitors that stuff. So, you know, if if you have something that happens in your neighborhood, and a, a lot of times crimes go unreported because some people think they're just insignificant. They don't want to bother the police. Then they just don't want to get involved. Exactly, they don't want to get involved. But a lot of times they'll throw it out on social media, you know, so that they're 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 letting their neighbors know. Yep. Well, sometimes we see those things, and we may have had an entering auto that happened you know in the next neighborhood and we have no images of it and then you know we're looking at it, what's going on on the next on the neighbor's app and all of a sudden we see our suspect vehicle come across in a in a ring footage or other footage so you know those are one of those those great things for them to put out there so that we can have that resource um well, i've that, noticed that the ring my ring that i have uh on on the online it will send me notices in some other neighborhoods that you've recent update Mm -hmm. notification and such and such this is happening in another neighborhood yeah i always read them yeah i do too um i think can't help it (laughs) yeah i think it's good to be on top of it um another thing uh crime stoppers of atlanta um they have a um uh, facebook page uh, i think it's uh, crime stoppers greater atlanta is the one that covers our area too and they post you know city of atlanta to cab Gwinnett, you know, probably Rockdale and some of the other surrounding areas. You know, they'll post bolos that we that we put out, and they share our they'll share our our tweets and our Facebook pages. So that's another good resource. And you know, and Crime Stoppers. I don't know a lot of people. You know, you can you can be anonymous and and give a tip, and if there's an arrest made, you actually get paid. So you know, that's, that's one of those things. You know, that's it's almost like playing the lottery every day. You're just checking checking to see who who might have committed a crime that you might bump into so the important thing i think for the people is to to know that it's important to when you see something say something exactly. as you say but say something put put it out there on your social media yeah you never know who is going to recognize what you're putting out and say i know who that is exactly and make that call you just never know yeah and that goes you know as far I, a lot of times people you know we, we go out all the time and people don't want to be bothered they yep. feel like the, Sometimes it's not even they don't want to be bothered. They don't want to feel like they're a bother to the police. Mm-hmm. You know, and I always try to tell people, you know, don't feel that way because we're, we're here to serve you. You know, give us something to do, you know, because sometimes we do have downtime. And if we've yeah, got absolutely. downtime, if you think there's a suspicious person walking around your neighborhood, 
you know, we want to come out, come out there and investigate. Absolutely. Because there's three things that are going to happen. Number one, you're going to get a you're going to get an officer in your neighborhood for free. You know, just all yeah. of a sudden you got a little a, patrol you, service. Yeah, there. got a little patrol. Um, you're going to have we're going to come out. We're going to contact the person. You know, make contact with them. They're either going to have a legitimate reason to be there, or they're not going to have a legitimate reason to be there. And number three, they're either they're going to go to jail if they don't have a legitimate reason. Yeah, but they're going to go home if exactly, they do. Yeah, exactly. So all three of those, you still got a police officer in your neighborhood for for a short period of time. And a lot of people think that you know, well, what if it's a neighbor and I don't want to make them mad? Most people have no problem if they're legitimately there, and that's what yeah. people need to understand. They don't have a problem with getting getting checked on. They right. appreciate the fact that somebody's checking and looking because it might be it might exactly. be somebody that's going to break into their house. Yeah. You know, and I think that's where social media has been such a downfall is, you know, people, you know, and I get people come up to me all the time saying, man, I just want to say thank you for what you do. I know you don't hear it often. And, you know, sometimes I look at them and I'm like, well, you know, you're the fifth or sixth person that's told me that this morning. Mm-hmm. Because we get a perception that what we see on Facebook and Twitter and, you know, these other social media, Instagram, that these these are our realities and that, you know, everyone is against the police. And I'm the only one, you know, if you're sitting there thinking, man, I, you know, I really support the police. No one else does. I'm the only one. But, you know, it's, it's really not that way. Absolutely. And, you know, most of the time people, people want us in their neighborhoods. You know, they usually do. And usually the ones who speak the loudest that don't want us in neighborhoods are usually the ones who we're, the we're not. The lab in the basement. Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. They're, they're, they have a criminal element. Or they're the ones who don't need us in their neighborhoods. Yeah. They live in neighborhoods where there's not there's not a lot of crime. And they're usually the, the most vocal. You know, and you go into these some of the, you know, some of our, our neighborhoods that are, you know. Um, the gated the, communities. Yeah, that, that were, you know, if you go into Section 8 some oh, of the yeah. section eight housing and stuff you know a lot of times those people that aren't part of the criminal element they appreciate they appreciate being us being on yeah, because they, they 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 see it you know and they they don't want the drug dealer living next door to them you know so that you know they it's it's social media i think has blurred the line between reality so much oh, in, yeah. in every aspect of our life so you totally know agree. but i you know I, I always tell people give us a call you know most of the time i mean 99 percent of the time when we make contact with someone it's 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 fine it's even positive yeah even if it's an arrest a lot of times it's positive yep you know because you know I, i've been thanked several times you know going to jail and they're like hey I, you know i really appreciate the way you treated me I, you know i know i was doing wrong and you know they apologize when they're going man i was that was really dumb what i was doing you know so I've, i used to get that yeah and the only time i had somebody that didn't feel that way is that they were really just hard into the criminal element yep. and they didn't care what you did right. and generally yeah. there was a confrontation because they initiated yeah. it yeah and you know they had played the system they, they knew how oh, yeah. they, they knew they were gonna they're gonna get back out and they're gonna be doing the same yeah. thing today so, they're back out pretty quick yep exactly well what's some of the technologies the department uses to generate leads and solve crimes uh you know i know you got the doorbell cameras but what mm-hmm. other stuff is uh is there for people to use yeah, we so kind of talked about some of them yes and, and, we, and we, exactly um so you know that's the the doorbell um private security cameras you know and i've i've seen like you know i said i've been here about 11 years so i came here you know right at uh, the beginning of 2010 um so um the um when i when i used to when i was on patrol and i would go to a house if someone had a security camera it was almost like you you know why do they have a security camera Mm -hmm. you know because they were expensive back then you know if you had a security camera you spent some money to have a security security cameras now are so cheap and inexpensive and you got the wireless systems you know most of them you can have them wired yourself you know you can do them in a, in a day oh, yeah. yourself so go to Lowe's and pick right up exactly a so now system. you know now they're so readily available 
and we're able to you know you know that's one of those things we 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 try and you know force feed to our officers hey you know look for cameras when you're when you're on these scenes even if you can't make contact with them let a detective knows that it's hey there was a camera the across, exactly so you know we get so many so much of our leads come in from from doorbell cameras security cameras you know it you know when i first started a lot of crimes went unsolved mm-hmm. because there were no leads i mean you know you have a crime that occurs you don't have a suspect you don't have a vehicle there's no video camera footage you know those those individual crimes they they went unsolved a lot of times just because we didn't have the the ability to to generate any leads and when, they were a lot more numerous back then because yeah, of the exactly. lack of those cameras yeah. as well yeah you know and you know i used to you know when i was on the road you hardly ever saw a house get broken into that had an alarm you may have a, mm-hmm. you may, a lot of times they end up even getting reported as property damage because they get a window smashed and the alarm sensor goes off the alarm goes off and they're gone and you know the homeowner says well, it may have been some, you know somebody in the neighborhood just you know threw a, rock. threw a rock or something so sometimes they went underreported where now you know if you don't have a security system i mean if you don't have an alarm system but you've got a security system that deters them because they have visible now they don't even get to your house because Absolutely. they've seen man there's a ring doorbell i'm yeah i'm going to the neighborhood i don't see one over there so you know those are those are deterrents for the for the um, homeowners but they also become a you know a really really good resource for us as well um you know and, those, and like i like i mentioned we we monitor the uh, the neighbors app so you know we get a lot of leads from those we're looking for those leads um our crime analysis unit um they're on there you know every day they go on there i go on there most i get alerts to my email that says hey there was a crime in your in your your precinct area so i read all of those you know but i usually try and go in there and just look at the ones that um you know people will make them as a like a not a suspicious person they just like a random visitor or something i can't remember how they how it's noted in the system but i'll go look at those because sometimes those are our our burglary suspects who are casing you know neighborhoods so we had one come up the other day that was uh on on neighbor i think it was but said that had has anybody seen this guy with a, mm-hmm. on a bicycle the white guy on a red bicycle that's right around mm-hmm. he's in the neighborhoods and stopping and this that yeah and so it got out there real fast yeah yeah and that's that's a you know that's a great resource for for citizens and for us you well, know? what's the future technology uh look like as it relates to crime and policing and you know so um well, let me let me just go back to that um neighborhood app sure. once um you know i said they've they've let us give it give us given us access for it i just want to make it clear that they're not giving us access to your cameras right so we're not you know we we don't have the ability to go in and pull your camera footage this is they're we're they're just giving us access to the, the footage that, that whatever out. you're uploading on their neighbor's app we have access to that yeah. so i think sometimes people you know they think oh yeah, big brother yeah not big brother's pulling the camera you know we're you know We've got enough going on that you know we don't need to come and look and see what you're, <laughs> you know what you're doing in your backyard. Or, That's you know, a good so, point. Uh, I just did want to make that clear. So, um, uh, yeah. So, you know, it's we've got this. Um, a lot of other departments have a lot of the big other other agencies called uh, like a real crime time center. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Chicago, Atlanta, you know, Houston. You know, a lot of these other you know major major city players they have these real crime time centers. Um, and I guess, I guess it's probably been three or four years ago. We started looking at this and trying to figure out, you know, how we could use it in our department. And, um, 2018, I think it was the, the county, um, uh, 
uh, as far as the, the board of commissioners said, hey, yeah, let's spend some money to figure out if we can make this work. Well, you know, they spent the money, and, you know, we're, we're right on top of having a real crime time center here in Gwinnett. Um, we've, we've already put some analysis in there. And so basically what it is, we're, we're, I think we're calling it the Situational Awareness and Crime Center. And basically what it'll be is it's, it's a room at our headquarters um, with TV monitors. And you've got um, sworn officers, civilian officers that are analyzing crime. And basically what's, it will happen is, um, you know, and this is coming up real near future, where call takers will take a report or take a, you know, report of a crime going on. It'll get forwarded over to our crime um, center along with the officer who's ever responding. And the crime center will begin trying to research what's going on in that area, research the, 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 the location, you know, trying to see, hey, you know, have we had any incidents here before? Did we have any suspects there? We have any suspect vehicles? Is this in progress? This crimes? is in progress. Yeah. So, and then that information will get funneled to the officer hopefully before he even gets on scene. It's almost like having somebody on a radio transmit right in there to yeah, you as, as right, it's like going on. you have on. someone on scene. You know, so, like you you're know, in the car right. listening, they're giving you your exactly. feedback. So, you know, that's going to be something that, you know, that's it's really going to change policing. You Absolutely. Know, for, and it's already done it in, you know, places. Atlanta, you know, they have, I, don't, I wish I could remember the number, but it's an, it's an amazing number of cameras they have access to. Yes, they do. And, you know, and I think that's their private cameras. They're their own cameras. And I believe the, the businesses can sign up to allow them to have access into these yes, cameras. And Atlanta can actually pull up camera feeds from all these little places, you know, so if you have a robbery in progress and you pull it up and you may see the robbery occurring and see a vehicle leaving, and now you've got a vehicle. And they can, based on the directions, they can start right. accessing the yeah. feeds and actually follow right. the vehicle. So now you actually have, you know, in, in what we're looking for is to have, you know, citizens don't think like police officers. No. You know, so which, what we want to have is when, when you see, you know, a crime, if we can see a crime in progress and we have officers, you know, in a room who are watching this, they're going to be giving out the information that's pertinent to police. And they're able know. to anticipate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The anticipation is, the, you know, a lot of times we'll, it may be two minutes on a call before we get the real information that we need, mm -hmm. you know, because you'll, you'll get the, you know, the, the, the citizens are, you know, they're going through a, a traumatic experience or they're experiencing this or seeing this. So they're giving out, their mind's giving out an overload of information. And we're trying to pick out the small parts. Well, that's what we want to do with the crime center is we're just going to be able to pick out, well, there's the car, which way is it going? You know, this is a description, give that description out. Um, you know, and, and as the future leads, you know, if, if, I mean, obviously we're going to have some work to do you know, in, in Gwinnett, getting access to cameras and that kind of footage and stuff. Well, it's but, great that it's coming in on a scale that's fitting our county right. versus just a big metropolitan yeah. area. And, you know, they, they went around, um, you know, they, they visited a, a ton of the counties and, um, you know, metropolitan cities and stuff. Um, you know, Chicago has a center, which amazes me. They actually have a, um, like a uh, gunshot technology where mm -hmm. if a gunshot is fired in a vicinity, their cameras can actually sense where that sound transferred from and it will go to the area where the where the where the shot was fired you know that, that's amazing to me you well, know and, and those systems also if you i know there's uh, quite a few school systems are putting yeah. them in where you can actually tell the caliber right uh, everything else and based on the sound yeah it runs into a, uh, an algorithm 
and it can spit out all yeah. the information about the weapon and everything else. Yeah, That's you know, fantastic. These are these are amazing and, and you know and you know life changing times. We've been, you know coming from and I'll go to some of these these meetings and stuff and you know I've where other departments come in and Gwinnett didn't experience it as much as far as like the loss of officers during during mm-hmm. the downturn of the economy. You know in the in the two thousand called backing. Yeah. But you know, I, I you know I'll, I'll be in some meetings um, that I've heard chiefs you know in, in Texas and some of these other places where they cut their department by fifteen to twenty five percent, and they've never regained that yep. cut, and they never will. You know, it's, it's easy to go it, down; yeah, it's, it's hard it to is. go up. So you know, the technology is what we're going to have to, you know, to in the future. You know, and it's harder to get police officers just because of the you know just just social media exactly everything that's going system. on. You know, people just don't want to come put a uniform on anymore. Yeah. So you know, technology being able to use technology to benefit us is is going to be a great thing, and you know, obviously it's going to make citizens safer, you know, as well. And that's what that's what we're looking for. You know, reduce crime, make your 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 you know your a safe place to yeah. live, work, and play. Exactly. Well, I got one last question, mm-hmm. and I think everybody would really be this. You know. It's holiday time. Uh, we've got a lot of people out shopping. People just going, even even despite the fact you can go to Amazon and buy whatever you want. There's still yeah. a lot of people out there shopping yep. because it's just what you do during it's what the you season. Do. Yep. It's well, what are some of the best things that they can do as far as tips to avoid uh, being a Benedict. victim? Yeah. So uh, you know, let's start with shopping. Um, one of the one of the biggest things I would say, you know, as far as when you go out, if you if you're going out shopping, you're not buying online. Um, you know, if you've saved up the cash and you're trying to spend the cash, and I see this all the time, people go up to pay for something, and you pull know, out a lot of exactly, money. they're paying for a fifty dollar item, and they pull out five hundred dollars, and they're counting out the cash. And you know, I'm sitting there looking, you know, being an honest person, a police officer, I'm going, stupid man, that is so. You know, I hope the guy behind me isn't a, isn't a criminal, you know, because he's counting the same amount of money I am. Um, so you know, I tell you, if you have to take cash, you know, if you're out with your husband or your wife, each of you take a hundred dollars, you know put a hundred dollars here put a hundred dollars there you know when you're going through the store you know try and count up what you're going to purchase and you know if you can discreet discreetly get that out you know behind some clothes or something where you're, you know i'm going to spend a hundred dollars i got 50 in this pocket and 50 in this pocket let's put this together then when you walk up there you're giving a hundred dollars and they think man they just spent all their money yep you know and um so that's you know that's one of the big things trying to avoid that cash you know if you can um if um if you purchase something in an, in a, in a store or a mall, especially a mall, um, if you purchase something in the mall and you're going to go back to your car because you don't want to carry it around, as much as a hassle as it is, put the stuff in the trunk and drive to another part of the mall. Yep, Usually because they're preferably yep, on the opposite side. opposite side. Yep, um, and and it is a hassle, but you know people people sit in those parking lots and that's what they're looking for. They're looking for those people who come out and put stuff in their car because they're going to steal it. It's, you're an easy target. You, Not only you that, have brand new the, products. With all the electronics stuff they've got exactly. nowadays, they can pop your trunk or pop your car and never have to break yeah. the glass in, yeah. in a matter of 30 seconds. Yeah, you know, going back to entering autos real quick, you know, there are some cars we were having, um, and he had to have been a, a Nissan mechanic or something. He was breaking into cars, hardly rolling windows down. So, and I still don't know how he was doing it, but basically he knew what part of the car where to punch the lock or use the lock to actually lower the windows. Or he was getting, he was doing something where he was defeating the the door mechanism. And people were thinking, you know, I left my car unlocked. Mm-hmm. And then several, you know, several weeks later, they're like, man, you might, you know, my car's damaged. It's not, 
They find it's that making, little hole yeah, up in exactly. the handle or you know, something. It's, so it's amazing, you know, what what people are able to do. And, um, you know, one, one of the last things as far as shopping, if you're going to purchase an Apple product, um, try and make that your last purchase. It, you know, and if you have to go, you know, I recommend, you know, I bought my daughter an iPad um, this year. Um, and I made that purchase and I went straight home. Because, you know, being an officer, I know it's it's just the way it is. If you have a product like that, it just seems like it's always it's going to get stolen. they on the Apple stores. Right. Yeah, they do. They do. So, you know, if you come out, even if you – and we have – and, you know, it's not a common occurrence, but we have had people who were followed home and had their had their Apple product stolen. Had that you know, a lot with jewelry and yeah, stuff. With or the, followed uh, to restaurants. And that happens that, – that does happen a lot where they actually followed, you know, they probably followed them from a restaurant where they left the Apple store – you know, they went next door to eat, and they broke into the car. So, if you mm-hmm. got to buy, if you're going to buy an Apple product, make it your last purchase go and on. go straight home. You know, um, you know, and going to uh, if you're ordering online, you know, trying trying to do things. If you have to, um, if you have to get um, a package delivered when you're not there, um, if you can, you know, make a arrangement where they put it off to the side or note where you know where it's not in in light of the door or you know visible from the street you know that'll save you. if you can get a neighbor to pick it up um you know that's a great thing i just did a thing where i actually have it delivered to a, a cell phone store the other day a product um and that's an idea yeah and you know i went in there and i was like hey do you have my product and he's like yeah you know it's back here and all i did was you know i showed him the code that i had that they'd sent me when it was delivered to there got my package safe it was inside of a business you know i didn't have to worry about someone picking it up off my doorstep and you know getting away and it was a big item you know purchase that i didn't want to get stolen so uh, yeah um you know uh, as far as home security for the holidays you know um you know keeping your keeping your house visible um obviously with with lighting stuff some of the stuff we've talked about but one of the main things that i see a lot of times from my friends and family is posting on facebook and pictures Instagram, of what's coming what's, what's coming yep where you're going you know oh look you know oh we're getting together with this side of the family and now you you've let everyone know we'll be gone yeah, between exactly. this you've time let, and yeah, this time on let, this date <laughs> you've let everybody on your friends list know and some of your family that you and your family are going to be at this location from you know during this time um so you know trying to avoid posting those 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 gatherings and schedules if you have a gathering or a schedule post make a facebook page just for your family yeah. where you're sharing that kind of stuff um, you know, avoid posting pictures on on Facebook, your trees, and everybody wants to do it. We just got a, we just got yeah. five new Apple laptops. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and you know that leads into what I call the Christmas aftermath. You know, and you know working, you know, as police officers, we work holidays and a lot of times. And the days after Christmas, I would ride around and I would, you know, I would see people put the 70 inch well back then it was probably 65 55 now everything's are so yeah. big but they put the 55 inch tv box out at the street yeah. and there'd be two or three of them you guess know. what's Every, in my house exactly everybody got a tv everybody got a a, a, a playstation or something and, and the boxes are at the street and i'm thinking man if i'm a criminal this is the easiest way to to make an inventory of what these people have i don't have to case the house i know what's in there you well, just I tell you what i do yeah. I, take, I take those boxes and i cut them up in small too. enough pieces to put in the trash can I do too. I do on the day the trash is being picked up i do up. the exact same thing and I actually you know this is just a, a tip for people um i actually cut the um the labels off the labels off and i keep those where they have the serial numbers if they ever get stolen i've got them in a in a i put them in a plastic bag 
in a filing cabinet. And nothing Nobody's with my t- address goes on that yeah. to go in the trash. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yep. Well, listen, I could talk with you for about another hour, and uh, <laughs> that. But uh, I guess we ought to pull a call. I, thanks so much yep. for being here. Yeah, I appreciate and talking you about me. all this. Uh, you need to come back on when the aftermath occurs. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll talk a little bit about what people, what's going on in the in the in our wonderful county, we'll especially do. this central district where yeah. I spend so much time. Yeah, uh, it's great. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us on Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security Services. Thanks for staying with us while we ran a little longer today. I hope you enjoyed that all that extra information that uh, Corporal Still gave you. Remember, you can join us live every Wednesday at eleven thirty in the morning, or you can listen to our show anytime you want by going to businessradiox.com, clicking on the Gwinnett Studio, and then, of course, click on Case in Point. Again, be sure and hit that subscribe button for me, please. Join us next week at 1130 when we will talk with business leaders and business people about their businesses and related security issues in today's world. Thanks again to my guest, Corporal Mark Still, with the Gwinnett County Police Department. For our producers, Mike and Amanda, I'm Rick Strawn, and remember, at Paradigm Security Services, we cover more than just your assets.